Welcome to the Naru Spin Dash. I'm ready to quit. Zarin. Zarin. This can't be our intro, right? It'll be the it'll be the cold open. No. No. Stop it. I'm keeping this all in. Without keeping it all in. It sounds like we're making fun of an accent. But we're not. Well, it doesn't sound like we're making fun of any particular. We are making fun of an accent. We're making fun of the American Australian accent. We're the making American... fun of my accent when I say the word no. <laughs> we're just, we're just adding like an R and then like a quarter of a U to the end of words. Like that's. When I title, no, it's not the quarter of the U. It's the R's come before the O. <laughs> <laughs> it's K N W R R R O R R. There's, there's, there's an R sandwich in a word that contains no R's. So I'm your host Isaiah. <laughs> Welcome to the Nars. I wasn't gonna be the one to do the intro today, but here, here we are. I'm your host. We've already introduced the podcast, okay? I Char am joined as you, always we... with my co-host Charlie. Hi. And Steven. Hello. 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 Please, please end this. <laughs> Hello. All right, that's that's the end of that bit. Today we played Sonic Triple Trouble, a game on the Game Gear. It is a sequel to Sonic Chaos, also on the Game Gear, and it is a game that we play, and we're gonna talk about it. Okay, okay. It's called Sonic and Tails 2 in the, the Eastern countries. Yeah, and Sonic Chaos is, it's a sequel to Sonic Chaos, which is also called Sonic and Tails in the places that Steven said. So what'd you guys think? You guys so, it was fine. My first thought, not, not the first thought I thought while playing the game, but the first thought that I have today is that this game feels like it was sort of inspired by Sonic 3 a little bit. A, a little, little bit. Yeah. I think that, like, it's pretty clear that each of the Game Gear games took a little bit of inspiration from the Sonic game of the time for Genesis. Yeah. Just real quick, looking at their release dates so I can choose when to confidently say that they were inspired from each other. The release dates were in the order that we played them in. <laughs> well, yeah, so. but... More or less, yeah. Well, all we played all the 2D games in order. The stuff that we have out of order is, like, the puzzle games and stuff. So, there are... I mean, Sonic 3 and Knuckles are also, like, separate games. Yeah, yeah. And Triple Trouble came out after Sonic 3 yeah. and, uh, and before Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, it came out in between those two games. So, there's a lot of, like, structural similarities between Sonic 3 and Sonic Triple Trouble. There's also Knuckles. Knuckles is here, and that's pretty big. But what's bigger is that we get a totally new character. Also, Metal Sonic is there. Is his name Fang the Weasel, it, a.k.a. Knack the Sniper Weasel Fang? Please stop getting the names confused. Is his name Fang the Fang? His name is Bark the Polar Bear, and he is a weasel. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Knack so... Tails the Weasel? Knack Tails Why? Per Hour I... is his name. Why do I get the feeling that we're more up track than we usually are? Knack 2? It's, it's been a weird day. <laughs> Baby? I think it's just... I just want to talk about Sonic games, and you guys are like, let's play a game where we fuck up the entire so podcast. So I think conceptually... <laughs> because Charlie had a little hissy fit before recording. That's, that's true. <laughs> so... Listen, okay, so... Fang is an interesting character 
He doesn't appear anymore. I shouldn't put this thing here. I'm sorry. What? Fang is an interesting... Don't worry about it. Fang is an interesting character because, like, he doesn't appear in modern games, but he appears in quite a few games after this one. Yeah, he I feels... I mean, probably two, but it's still a significant appearance for a classic character introduced, like, this late in the game, so to speak. Yeah, he feels almost, like, as important as Knuckles, especially in this game, and then he's a playable character in Drift, the fighters. He's, like, an enemy in one of the Tales games, isn't he? No, he's not. I don't think so. I think he's just in this Drift 2 and Fighters. And he's in the comic as well. He makes an appearance. Oh, uh, yeah, and he's like, I think that's where he's called Knack the Weasel, because I think he's called Fang the Sniper in these. Yeah, Knack the Weasel is his Japanese name, and then they course corrected eventually. But he d he only appears in the special stages, and then also towards the end, but he's just kind of an accomplice that doesn't really do anything. I guess I guess he guards the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, I think... But then he just runs away after, once you count him before the final boss. Yeah, the way I interpreted him was is like the guy whose job was to get the emeralds that you're like fooling yeah well like in the there's like an intro where knuckles steals them so yeah so it, yeah it seems to me that knuckles gets the emeralds and then fang like sort of holds on to them while knuckles like tries to sabotage your efforts to get them like fang stands guard and knuckles like tries to well knuckles doesn't do a very good job well neither just fang. lets you get to the next level well fang does a fine job he just he, you beat him but like knuckles just like puts you in the next level yeah yeah he literally just presses a button it's just a really lazy version of the transitions from Sonic 3. It, it's cool that there are transitions at all, because the previous three games had nothing of the sort. Yeah. The previous three Game Gear games, well, we I should mean, say. Well, I yeah. mean, Sonic 3 is the first Sonic game that, like, had transitions. And I right. feel like with this game, it was like, oh yeah, well, let's take this, what in my opinion is a very iconic transition of Knuckles, like, laughing and then hitting a button and Sonic falls, right? Let's take that and let's put that in our game. And this time, instead of Sonic falling, I guess, like, flames appear in the sky, and then you're in a different stage? Well, it's just, it's like the same thing as Angel Island from yeah. the... Yeah. From Sonic 3. And I think it was intentionally, like, trying to take those two elements and, and mash them together into something that would be, uh, it, it would be like a brand, I guess? Well, I think, I don't think it's like branding, I think it's just trying to tie the games together by, uh, like, thematics. Yeah, yeah. But I do, I also think... Like, what this game offers that 3 doesn't is a lot of cool little, like, stage gimmicks that feel more, like, ever-present. So, when I first started playing, I really enjoyed the first stage because the trees have springs in them. Like, every tree has yeah. a spring in it. Actually, every tree. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's really fun because you can kind of just explore the level, like, from the trees, which... I don't think I've ever experienced something else like that in a Sonic game where there's this ever-present, like, level piece that actually does something, and it's never, like, gone. Yeah, like, I think a, a lot of Sonic games are like, alright, here's the stage gimmick, and you're gonna interact with that about half the time or less. Yeah, like five times throughout the whole stage. Yeah, whereas in this game, the level gimmicks are the majority of the stage, with one exception. They don't take away from feeling like you're still playing the game and still in control, you know? Yeah, and still definitely playing a Sonic game. Because, like, yeah, the trees have springs, but springs and trees with things in them have always been a part of Sonic. This just kind of blends them together in a cool way. Yeah, and it sort of plays with the way that you normally try to play Sonic, but it also, your skills still transfer, you still know how to play a Sonic. Yeah, and also Tails, if you play as Tails, I think it's really fun to use the trees, because he can just go up to them whenever he wants. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I keep forgetting you can play as non-Sonic characters. 
Yeah, I learned from Charlie that we should just always play as the not Sonic character during a game. Because I, I try to play as both whenever I can. Because I assume that like Sonic is the way you're supposed to play it. But it seems like in the Game Gear games, Tails is the way you're supposed to play it. Can you get Chaos Emeralds as Tails in this game? Because in... Oh, yeah, yes. yes. Because in Chaos, you could Yeah, they're not stingy about that. Alright. Yeah, that, that's a Chaos-only weird thing where characters don't get access to special stages. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, in this one you can get them as Tails, and the way special stages work in this game, and we were debating about this before we started recording, but you have to get 50 rings, and then generally near the end of a level is a Chaos Emerald monitor that you have to break, and if you have 50 rings and you break that monitor, then swirly stars, kind of like the ones from uh, the goalposts in Sonic 3, appear, and if you jump into those, you go into a different special stage area. And there are two different kinds of special stages in this game. There are, like, the 2D maps that you get from the other Game Gear games, and then the other version of the special stage is, they call it 3D, but it's really just, like, you're in a plane on a 2D plane. <laughs> Any, not... <laughs> so they they call it the, a 3D special stage, but what it really is is you're just in a plane, and it's kind of top-down as if you were going towards the like a, another end of the sky, and rings just kind of fly at you, and you have to move towards the ring patterns to get them, and it's just like, get 80 rings. And stages like this kind of appear later on in games. I think it's Sonic Advance 3 that has a similar stage. Is it kind of like the Sonic 2 special stage? Which Sonic 2? Oh god. Is it kind of like the Sonic 2 Genesis special stage? No, no. It's not 3D. There's no 3D. I don't know why he's calling it 3D. No, they call it 3D. Like, the the manual calls it 3D. Oh god. It's, it's not 3D. It's not, well, it's as much 3D as any other, because the rings thing from Sonic Sonic 2 is also not 3D. Oh, it's just yeah. like they draw it better than it's drawn here. Well, it, yeah. But the it, it's got it's the same concept of rings come at you and eventually you can touch them if you're on the same like axis as they are. But in this one you're free floating. It's not you're not in a tube or anything. Yeah. It's just you can go wherever you want in the map. You just have to know where the rings are going to be. All right. But it's got a really it's got really finicky hitboxes like the rings from Chaos do. And it's not too hard. I beat it after the first time, I didn't lose to it, but it like it doesn't feel good. Yeah, I feel like rings in this game, just like in Sonic Chaos, are not fun to collect because their hitboxes are smaller than their image. I think that in this game, it's much, much better than it was in Chaos. It's but definitely yeah, it's still, better. It's still not spot on. There are entire ring patterns that are like clearly intended for you to just naturally like walk into, but because their placement is just a little bit off, you have to jump in order to get them, and then you only get a few, and then it's weird. I did not experience that nearly as much in this game as I did in the previous one. I also experienced a bit where there are rings, like there's a ring pattern above one of the tree springs in the, the first area, and there like are... Like the U-shape? Yeah, it's, it's somewhere around there. In the... I think the second act or something like that. But there are rings that are, like, right on the spring. And the spring activates before you can collect the rings. So you can only collect them if you're coming at them from underneath rather than falling into them. Well, I thought that was on purpose. I don't know. It, it feels weird to me. It doesn't. It didn't feel weird to me. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like, obviously, you would be jumping up underneath the trees to try and get onto them. Like, you can go go at them from the top, but if you want the rings, it seems to make sense to me to come at them from the bottom. It's, it's one of those situations where it feels like I definitely should be able to collect those rings, but because of their weird hitboxes, I can't unless I, like, fall back down and then jump up. 
I mean, I, I guess. I didn't have that much of a problem with it. It just made sense. It wasn't like they were impossible to get. If they were impossible to get, I would agree with you, but it's just, you know, you have to get them from a different angle. Have you gotten to the final zone of the game, Atomic Destroyer Zone? No, I got yeah. I got stuck on water whatever place because I was playing as Tails. Because it's the and worst. it's really inconvenient to get through it. It's not very fun, but I can get it's through it. It's an extremely unfun stage. And we'll get to that, but I want to say the final zone of the game, Atomic Destroyer Zone in Act 2, there's those cannons that, like, when you go into them, you can pick a direction and, like, fly in that direction. And then you keep going until you either fall into another cannon or hit a wall, right? So it's, yeah. it's basically you're, you're choosing your paths, which is not the first time we've seen that in a Sonic game. It's like the fifth or something? Yes, yeah, so somewhere around there. But what's interesting is there's, like, ring patterns, like, in your path, but they're in, like, columns of two or rows of two, depending on if it's vertical or horizontal. And because of the weird ring hitboxes, you can't collect both rows of rings. You can only collect one of them. And yeah. because you can't change your trajectory because of the way this cannon system works, it's just impossible to collect some rings. Is that, like, a huge issue with you? <laughs> it drives me crazy. Like... <laughs> To me, that just seems like a way to make sure that you have two opportunities to get rings no, instead of just one. No, you like, can't. You can't get them. Like I'm not saying you have an opportunity to get rings twice. I'm saying you have two different opportunities to get rings. I don't know, man. It seems to me like you were intended to get both sets of rings. Well, obviously not, or else you would be getting them. I don't know. It feels weird to me. It feels like this is not something that should be happening. I don't think it's not weird. I just think it's also not like I think you're cha you're like thinking about it way too hard. It's impossible to think about anything related to Sonic too hard. <laughs> Sorry. That's why we're here. I, I meant I meant while you were playing. Oh no, no. I've already written fanfiction about these rings. You seem to have gotten very fixated on like Look, they bug the me. way you think the rings are supposed you to work. You can't you can't look. This is I'm very particular about things and rings and rings things and rings you can't like have a ring pattern that clearly looks like you're intended to collect them and then just make them not something that you you can't do that you can't put them on the path and then have them be slightly misaligned and then you can't pick them up you can get them though you just can't get both of them no shut up that's the problem <laughs> it's like it's not, it's not a problem, it's just the situation. It's almost worse. It's not like... It's... Whoa, whoa, are you like telling me that it's it's like this choice between save the village or save the kid? No, and you're like, there's no but choice. But I want both. You just can't collect them. Like, it's like, it's a choice between save the kid and save the village, except that save the village is grayed out and is not selectable. No, but it is. You can get both sets no, of rings. You, you can't. just can't get both at once. You can't get both sets of rings. You can only get one set of rings. Or the other. No! You can only, there's, you can only get, like, the left half of the rings. You can't get the right half. It's not I thought, okay. possible. I misunderstood what you're saying. I thought you were saying you had to go left or right, and you could only get one set of the rings. You're saying you just get the left one and you can't get the right no, one? Okay, so, <laughs> this, this is all a terrible misunderstanding. What hap- okay, let's say- let's say you're at the cannon, and you hit up, and you move up, and there's a path of rings in the up motion, right? 
So you're yeah. like naturally running into those rings, except that instead of just one column of rings that you're running into, there's two columns of rings that are right next to each other, right? And they're both in your path, and you're sort of like in between them, so naturally it makes sense that you would collect two rings, like when you run into two rings, except that you only collect one of those two columns of rings, and the other one just can't be collected. Are they columns or rows? If you're moving horizontally, no, I know. Rows. Are they rows or... But in this specific instance, in this are they specific columns or instance, they're columns. So you're falling through. You're not running, you're falling. It's sometimes you're rising. Okay, but you're going... You're not allowed to adjust your movement at yeah. all. You you cannot change your trajectory until you hit a wall. See, my understanding was that you were just, like, falling to a place where you couldn't... Because you were describing it really fucking weird. You said running, and then you were talking about up and down, and I was wildly confused by your description. And you also called them cannons, which... So to me, I figured you were flying through the air, and you were like, and they're in columns, and you were running, and I was like, well, I, he's probably just doing a running animation, and I don't know what the hell Isaiah's talking about. So I'm I assumed that you were falling downwards, and you just couldn't collect both columns, so it was better to just grab one or the other. But now your description is making more sense... Okay. And I understand your frustration. I still don't care. I don't think it's a huge deal. Look, but it's okay. I understand like, why you fair. are fixated on it now. <laughs> like, anybody who, like, gets to this zone and, like, plays it knows exactly what I'm talking about. But I cannot describe it in a way that makes sense without some sort of visual aid. And this is a podcast, so whoops. Well, no, I think it, there was a way to describe it better. You just use words like cannon and running that confused the shit out of me. Yeah, okay. And then you tried to explain to me what columns and rows were, and I was like, no, I don't need to know that. I need to know for sure if you know what they are. I just want <laughs> to Because I was sure like, running understands. equals horizontal Because to me. I'm right to be upset about this. Me being worked up is justified. This is a problem. So I want to take us back to the second area of this game really quick. It's called Sunset Park. I really like that name on its own. It's very misleading. I forgot what it was, and then I realized, oh, it's an industrial park. Yeah, yeah. But it is Sunset. It, or at least as Sunset as it can be on Game Gear. <laughs> I think this is my least favorite stage of the ones that aren't the worst stage in this or any Sonic game. So, this is your least favorite stage besides the awful water stage in this game, and apparently the last stage in this game. Well, no, I like the last stage in this game. I just hate those rings. You baffle me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I like this stage a lot. I think that it's got lots of cool little secrets to find, and I really enjoyed the exploding platforms that make you run, but they aren't just falling platforms that make you run. I think the fact that they explode is very interesting. I really enjoyed looking around for stuff in this level and finding the little secret places that you can roll through the floor. I felt that it reminded me of a better version of Flying Battery Zone. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, I hate, that's pretty big I praise. Hate Flying Battery Zone. You don't like his James Bond music? The music is fine. Okay. I the think music is even visually, good, I'd say. Flying Battery Zone is one of the strongest in Oh, yeah, no. It's, like, 3. it looks really fun, but it's just a bunch of stuff is awful in that level, like the fire and the explosives and the shit where you have to go out of the... Like, going outside of the ship is cool, but being on the spinning but being things out that there fling is you... Not. And, yeah, no, it's awful. It, no part of that stage feels fun. It all feels, like, stressful, but not in a cool way. Because you're never, like, allowed to go too fast, either. Unless it's, like, pushing you. Mm -hmm. Like, there's the grabbing chains and sliding down. All that stuff is awful. I hate it. So, this was the stage where I realized that loops in Game Gear Sonic are slightly hacked. You mean, like, just broken? Well, th this isn't a complaint. Like, it doesn't play poorly. It's just, like, when you're a certain 
like distance in the loop, you're like locked into it and you can't jump or I think turn around. Yeah, it's like from Sonic R. Yeah, and that's because, you know, it's a Game Gear. It can only handle so many physics, so it probably has some sort of cheat. It's got a physics count that it has to... <laughs> yeah, it can only handle seven physics, and after that, no more. So, you know, but this was a stage where I think I noticed that for the first time, and I think that was because there's a bit where you have a spring that launches you into one of the loops, and then immediately once that loop is over, you have a spring that launches you backwards. Uh, and so you go through that loop like three times your first time through it, if you're going down that route. And so I really want to jump out of it, but you can't jump in the loop, so you can't jump out of the loop either. Well, yeah, I never even noticed that because I didn't try to. I jumped when I was near yeah. the spring. <laughs> there's a lot of springs in this game that are like, gotcha, you're going the wrong way. So there's a lot of times where I try to jump out of the momentum that I just got, which maybe isn't necessarily very safe, but that was one of those times, and I was like, wait a second, this loop, this loop is a phony! Yeah, that was the thing that reminded me most of Sonic 3, was the springs that push you where you don't want to be. Yeah. I don't know, I think this hap that happens a lot more in this game than it did in Sonic 3. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Okay, let me Did let you me play ask Flying you, Battery Zone? <laughs> when did it happen more... Sonic 3, this game, or in Sonic 2 Genesis? I Like, Sonic 2 Genesis has more garbage in general, but Sonic 3 has a ton of springs that bounce you backwards. I, like, I don't know pound for pound which has it more. This game probably has less of them because it only has, like, six stages, and Sonic 3 has 17, or whatever. Which has the highest concentration in your emotions? 3? Just because I have to play that game for way longer? Oh, that's fair. Like, it, I don't know, it, 3 has a lot of stuff in it that is annoying, and one of them is the springs that push you backwards. But also, in this game, when the springs push you backwards, first of all, they never push you, like, directly into a spring, except for that special stage. But I like it in that special stage. But they never push you, like, directly into a spring. They always have, like, a little space, and then there's a spring, so you just have to time your jump out of that. And yeah. they also... I, I don't know if it happens later on, I don't remember. I, I played through this game once, and that was a little while ago. And then I played it again more recently, but I didn't get past the second stage of Sonic. But I don't remember any springs that push you, like, into dangerous things. The, the most they do that is an obstacle is they'll push you into those bubbles that are in the third stage. So, whether or not there are more of them that push you backwards, they just don't, they're not as mean about it. Oh yeah, that's fair. Definitely, in terms of forcing you into hazards, it's a lot nicer than either Sonic 2 or Sonic 3. Yeah, so in that way it feels like there are less of them. Yeah. Stage 3, though, speaking of stage 3. Well, that's not... I'm not done with what I want to talk about stage 2 yet. <laughs> okay. So first of all, it, it also has a similar, like, stage-wide gimmick, which is when you touch those little spinny guys that are in place of trees in most levels, you fall down, which is whatever. It's not super interesting, but it can, like, stop you from going in a place you might not want to be. So I think they're kind of nice. But the thing I really like about stage 3 is that the Act 3 in that stage is this train sequence, which... And oh, initially, yeah. it reminded me of Sonic 3 Knuckles during the first, like, actual boss of the zone, where you run after Eggman's ship, and then, like, you just have to hold to the right, and then you show yeah. up at the boss fight. It reminded me of that, except in this fight, you can't just hold right. You have to, like, jump and beat enemies, and then you have to jump over little breaks in the train cars. But it's a lot more fun to get there than it is in Sonic 3. Not that you would ever really have to get there again in Sonic 3, because that boss isn't too bad. But uh, I also just like this boss more in general, because it's a train at the end. So you're kind of running along the boss, and then you destroy it. And it's a pretty difficult fight, so you'll probably have to do it a couple of times. 
but I never found it that annoying. Yeah, I was surprised by how I didn't really find the trek back to the boss that tedious. I felt it was tedious, but it also, like, there was enough stuff happening. Because basically, on the train sequence, there's two obstacles. There's these enemies that will drop bombs on you, and then there's a lack of a train car that you have to jump over. And I wish that it gave you both of them at the same time. I really don't. Because uh, it only gives you one at a time. I really don't. I don't know. I feel like that would have made it a lot more engaging. No, the timing that you have to jump... Like, there, there's a specific timing that you have to jump to get over the break in the train cars. I don't know if you ever noticed it or not, but it's actually really, really specific. You have to be very close to the gap. And the enemies, if you jump and hit an enemy from underneath, you take damage. You can, you have to hit them from the top. So I think it would get very, very complicated if they were coming simultaneously, because you'd have to basically know when to jump before you're close enough to right. that you would normally jump. I don't know. I didn't really have a problem with either of those obstacles. I actually don't think I've ever gotten hit by those enemies on that sequence. I haven't, but you, you fight um, those enemies in earlier places, so I learned that you can't hit them from underneath. Yeah. I hit him from, like, the bottom left at one point, and I didn't get hit, so I was like, oh, can I just, like, attack him from wherever? No, you can't. You do have to hit them from the side. But I do think that, like, you would basically have to time your jumps so that you land on the enemy, and then land directly to the left of the hole, and then jump again, and then make sure that you hit the next enemy before landing, or else I think that you would end up getting hit, and that would become problematic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want it to be, like, insanely difficult, because it is the Zone 2 boss. It's also just, it is tedious, there's just something to do before it, and I think it would be problematic if you just were at the boss again, because that then kind of defeats the purpose of the train. So I like that you yeah. go over the train, and I like that there are two different things to do, but they're just different types of challenges. I also like the way that this boss, like, there's a transition from the end of Act 2 into this boss, and they just completely get rid of the, like, score screen. They completely get rid of the results screen in between Acts 2 and Act 3, and they just are like, yeah, by the way, so the train has started, and now you're running along the Yeah, train. they also drop the signpost in a cool way. Like, it falls off of the stage. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very cool. So yeah, I like this boss a lot more than I liked the Eggman's ship thing that you go to before you go to the forest, basically, is what I meant by this whole conversation. Also, the music when you're on the train is pretty good. The music is really good. I really liked it. I've been trying to appreciate the Game Gear music, and it's kind of hard because it's Game Gear music a little bit, and especially because how involved sound effects are in this game. A lot of important tracks get sort of cut out whenever you jump and whenever you hit enemies and stuff like that. But this train sequence, first of all, the instrument that gets cut out is the echo instrument from the melody, which isn't that huge of a deal. And second of all, there's a lot of time, especially at the beginning where you're spending, you don't have to press any inputs that cause sound effects so you can just sort of appreciate the music. Yeah. So it's pretty good. There, I also learned that the music from Sonic 2 for the Game Gear is really good. You just don't get to hear any of it because you're stuck in Bad Hole Zone. Bad Hole Zone? Yeah, I remember. You remember, guys, right? Yeah, that's actually what I used to call my ex-wife. That's not uh, a... So anyway... That's, that's not even... Why? What do you mean used to? That means... That implies during your marriage. I don't... We, we were only married for six weeks. I like so. the third stage of this game, zone of this game, because it has bubbles in it. I do and too. It's like a fun version of the pinball stages from other games. You're just kind of like bouncing around yeah. these bubbles in a safe place, and if you break them all, you just go to the next area. So these are the same bubbles from Sonic Chaos's like casino area. Yeah. 
And I feel like they showed up somewhere else in Sonic Chaos as well, but I don't, I don't super remember. But here, there's a lot more of like, all right, well, these bubbles are in the way, but they're not like, they're not just obstacles that I gotta pop. This stage sort of has this theme of bouncing around and like trying to wrestle control away from your own momentum. And these bubbles really like aid with that in a fun way. Yeah, it's not in an annoying way like in the other casino stages. And this also isn't a casino stage, which helps. Yeah, it's a forest stage. The Jungleria zone. It's Jungleria, Meta Jungleria. Whoever the heck named that, they should try again. No, they should make JRPGs. <laughs> no, you're I right. I want to play Meta Junglira 4. Meta, meta, alright. But yeah, I like that stage. <laughs> I liked all of the stages right up until the water stage. Dude, the water stages, we'll get there. We gotta talk about Robotnik Winter Zone first. Which, by the way, already I saw the name Robotnik Winter Zone, and I was like, I already like this stage. Yeah, I like a lot of the stages for the Game Gear games. They have really cool names. There was a bit in Robotnik Winter Zone where I got stuck. I think it was in Act 2. No, it was in Act 1. There was a bit where I got stuck, and that was because the springs that you're supposed to use to, like, increase your height, I didn't increase my height enough to get to the next spring. So I was like, am I just stuck in a pit? But the answer is, apparently, if you, like, hit jump, like, while you're on the spring, you get slightly more height. Yeah. And it also, like, gives you more control over your own momentum as well. And so you just sort of have to abuse that in order to, like, get up to the next spring. I thought that was kind of weird, but not necessarily a bad weird. Did either of you experience this, like, getting this feeling of getting stuck? Well, no, I never got stuck. I, I always kind of am bewildered when you say that you get stuck in Sonic games. Which is weird, because as a kid, I used to feel like I got stuck a lot, but I don't think I've felt in any of these games stuck besides, like, getting stuck on a boss, which is different. So, were both of you playing as Tails? I played as Tails and then as Sonic. I did the same. Okay, so there's a bit where going from spring to spring, you just can't get enough height unless you know that this is a way that you can get more height. And it's not quite enough height to notice normally, but it's exactly enough height to make the difference between can't make to the next spring and can. I don't think me getting stuck here is because I'm weird. I think if you were playing a Sonic, you would be like, that is weird. No, well, I noticed that the... Well, what you're talking about when you say you hit the button in midair is this game has the insta-shield just like 3 does. And you have to use it in this game a lot more than you have to in 3. Like, I think you could play the entire game Sonic 3 and never once tap the button while in midair. But in this game, yeah. if you tap it yeah. coming out of springs, you basically get, like, a brief invulnerability period. And you have to use that to beat a lot of enemies, including a boss. Yeah, the first boss forces you to learn how the insta-shield works. I think it's really cool. It. Like, and I think it's kind of intuitive, too, because you'll find out quickly that if you just hit the spring and go towards the boss, you're going to take damage. So you're like, well, what can I do? And you just start hitting buttons in midair, and that teaches you. And then later on, the yeah. game forces you to use that mechanic even more, because there are springs that shoot you up towards like enemies in buckets. I think this is in the junglier stage. It shoots you towards these enemies yeah. that are in buckets, and if you tap the button, you hit the enemy and then just get in their bucket. But you have to use the because if you don't, you'll just take damage from them because you're being sprung at them instead of just jumping. Yeah, and as I learn in Robotic Winter Zone, the insta-shield also gives you a little bit more height as well. I, I just noticed that in regular gameplay because you start using it more and you'll find that you'll get some rings that you can't normally get by just a regular jump. Oh, okay, yeah. So the trick was to be more observant than I was. Yeah, that seems to be the trick to some of these puzzles, <laughs> air quotes, in the Game Gear games. Yeah, there's so many puzzles in these Sonic games, I can't believe... Uh, 
Yeah. But also, like, on the real, you should have just played as Tails first. <laughs> yeah, probably should have played as Tails. I don't know, Tails works different in this game than he does in Sonic 3. And he, he works the way he does in Sonic Chaos, which we talked about when we did that. But it, it's just so weird for me to get like used holding, to. Like because... holding up and then hitting the button just to do Tails? Yeah, like being on the ground and flying instead of jumping and then Well, flying, it's also cool because you know? Tails has the insta-shield too. Oh, yeah. No, that is pretty cool. So it's good. It's not bad. It's just... Yeah, never mind. Tails is actually the correct character to play yeah. as. I also... So... You talked about Robot in the Winter Zone, which I wonder what that zone is called in Japanese because he's not called Robotnik in Japanese. So is it like Eggman Winter Zone? Eggman. I don't know. I mean, whatever it's called, it's probably called something in Japanese. But, well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Eggman no Fuyuki. <laughs> zone. The word zone is in English. So one of the gimmicks of Robotnik the Winter spring. Zone the is spring that... is back. The spring, guys. I loved it. Okay. Yeah, so the spring is back, but the thing I was saying is that one of the gimmicks of this stage is that there's patches of snow that if you stand still, you'll like slowly fall through, and then you'll be in a path. Yeah, it's like the oil or sand from a lot of other stages. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's pretty cool on this stage because in there's a lot of instances, like in, in other games where it's used, it's usually used like four or so times in a stage, whereas I feel like the snow in this stage was prominent like throughout the entire stage, and so there was always like, oh, well I could go down there, or I have to go down there, or if I go down there, then I'll have to redo a section or I'll land on spikes, and it, it's, it's I usually cool. didn't find that they... I think it was pretty clear when it was a choice to go somewhere, or when it was an obstacle as well, which it isn't always in oh, some yeah. of these Game Gear games and even some of the regular Sonic games. Yeah, there are definitely bits where I think like one of the first patches of snow you can find will take you down on a lower path, and if you don't fall down that patch, the one right after that will take you down to the same lower path, but this time you'll land on spikes that are in that path, that if you're on the lower path you can safely jump yeah. over. Which I think is pretty cool. It also never throws you in the, like, insta-death. I, I don't think it's ever insta -death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no... I think... Am I looking at Act 1 or Act 2? That would probably be helpful to, helpful to see. Yeah, I'm looking at Act 1. So, the first actual patch in the stage, like, sends you down to an area that will just blow you back up. So there's not even a consequence to falling down there. It just teaches you how the mechanic yeah. works. It's a very scary experience, and you can die there, by the way. I did it once. Oh, you can? If you okay. if you try hard enough, or maybe not try enough, I don't know. If you don't just let the game take care of you. Yeah, I imagine if you fall back down there again, but at that point, you've already had your warning. <laughs> at that point, you're just dancing. It's kind of like the pits in Pumpkin Hill in SA2. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But I think I like every stage in this game right up until the water stage, and that's that stage... Playing his tails, at least, was really bad. I know his jump is a little different, so, like... Well, let me tell you, playing a Sonic, Well, not it's better. gotta be better, because I... You beat it. Well, I beat it, that, but no, I was not but happy. I literally... I lost eight lives on that stage, his tails. Yeah, so it, oh, whether it's bad or not, I think Sonic's probably the better choice for the stage. I don't know. I feel like I lost most of my lives in this stage, but... I just was not enjoying myself. I just was like deeply unhappy the entire time. Well, the time. water physics are awful. And I kept almost the, like enemies are weird that you can't really see them and their hitboxes are very particular. There's a lot of stuff that can just kill you and yeah. dying by suffocation in this game is even easier than other Sonic games. 
It's, it seems like there's a smaller timer. Yeah, you, it's definitely a smaller timer. There was actually a bit where I just barely missed a bubble, and then the five countdown started, and then so I just like waited near the bubble dispensary, and it only dis like dispensed a bubble like right after I yeah. died. It's not like Sonic CD. So I just was mad. Sonic CD is like an oxygen tank of the game. I really hate every instance of you're in the water and you just have to wait for a bubble to appear. It's always no, it's the never. Worst. It's that's never been good game design in a Sonic game. Like it never, the bubbles never feel good. But it's definitely the worst. Oh in yeah, this no. Game. I mean, it's really bad in all of them. It's just highlighted because this stage is bad and you suffocate faster. So interestingly, I'm looking at the map data and I think Tidal Plant Zone Act 2 is the biggest stage in the game, which sucks because it's also the slowest stage in the game. Yeah, there is something cool to it though. I don't know if this, if you can get this as Sonic, but as Tails, you can get a submarine that you get to ride around in and that makes the first part of the stage fun. It's called the Sea Fox. Yeah. And Sonic, yeah, Sonic gets, gets nothing. nothing. I did not experience yeah, the submarine. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help, really. It, it fixes the first part of the stage, but you still have to go in and fall down that hole where nothing is happening anymore. But yeah, you get to, get to ride around yeah. in a submarine's tail. So the mechanic for this stage, aside from terrible water physics, More is water. you hit a button, and then you fall into a big old bubble, and then you float around in that bubble, which is a mechanic that eventually gets reincorporated into Sonic Mania, which I find very interesting, because I hate this stage a lot. Well, I don't mind the bubble part. It's the stage that's bad. The bubble is fun. I think the problem with the bubble is that I spend so much time in that bubble, and... That time like, is time I'm, that you're I'm spending... I'm definitely safest Yeah, I was gonna bubble. say, that time is time that you're spending not so Like, I'd rather pick the bubble over the water physics and also being in water and having to drown, but also that's not... Like, it doesn't feel like I'm playing Sonic like at all. <laughs> and it's it's just not enjoyable. No, it's not good. That stage is awful. But like to me the way this game is is it's like Sonic 1 where Marble Zone happens like 6 stages in instead of being the second stage. Yeah. So I didn't like the end of this game at all, but I enjoyed the first segment of it. Like the first four, well, I think it's four levels right before you get to the water area. Yeah, we got Great Turquoise, Sunset Park, Metal Junglera, and then Robotic. Yeah, all four of those zones are super fun. I really enjoyed them. And I enjoyed them more than I think I enjoyed the levels in Sonic 3. I was sitting there playing it as Tails and thinking to myself, wow, no part of this felt inconvenient. Whenever I died, there was a nice checkpoint that puts me like right close to even the end of the stage. All of the mechanics feel like baked into the levels without ever making it feel more about the level than playing Sonic. And the just theming of everything felt spot on. So I think the final stage of the game, Atomic Destroyer Zone, is the best version of the mechanic that we've seen in I think, like, every Game Gear Sonic game, which is the, like, you go in tubes, and then you have to hit inputs to change which path in the tubes you go in. Yeah, I don't know if it's in the first two, because I didn't get super far into one, and obviously no one got super far into two, but I'm sure it's... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in one. It's definitely it's in, in Chaos. It's in CD, but I think it's, it's, it's in... in... It's, it's in Sonic CD, 2 as well. Yeah. But I think it's at its best in this game. Because you go into tubes, and then the tubes are like, yeah, guess what? You're in those tubes, it's hyper-fast. But then whenever there's an intersection, it pauses and lets you choose an input. I think uh, there's a bit in Death Egg Zone in Sonic 3, I think? No, that's that has the wonky gravity that lets you choose an input. But yeah, so it goes super fast. 
and you can like fall out of the tubes and when you're out of the tubes you you keep going you can't change direction until you hit a wall but when you're at an intersection you have time to be like okay well where where do i want to head now and so i i still get to feel like i'm going fast but i also still feel like i get to make important decisions which is well which you is got good. to make decisions in cd and you got mad about that so well look that was however many games like, ago like that was or something it was more than two two or three this stage also has buttons where when you hit them either an enemy spawns or a laser gets shot somewhere nearby <laughs> uh, you, you have a button I... where you press it and you either get a dollar or someone you know dies <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I found that to be very interesting because it was never like, oh, you press the button, so something bad happened. It was like, oh, you press the button, so now you gotta be like a little bit more careful around here. There are a few times where you press the button and if you try to jump immediately, you'll get hit by the laser. And so you just have to pay attention to your surroundings because you could see that laser before you hit the button most yeah. of the time. So this stage plays a lot with you're in the tubes and then you get shot into a button and now you have to be aware of what's I think changed. that's cool, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a very cool stage. And I think if you got to that stage, you would really have enjoyed it. I also it. just really liked the special stages in general. I, I didn't even mind the plain ones. Like, they, they don't feel great, but they aren't so hard and they give you plenty of rings that, like, I didn't feel frustrated, yeah. at least at the first one. I, I think I only got through three special stages. But the first special stage is this cool little bit where they throw you into springs that bounce you back and forth and you have to time your jumps, but it never feels mean. And it teaches you about like short jumps because you have to learn how to just tap the button instead of holding it down to get through different places. And I think that's cool. And then the stage after that is just this really neat like level that's really compact and it just throws a, a bunch of cool jumps at you. And then you meet Fang at the end of it or Knack or whatever you want to call him. And you have to fight. Yeah, he's, he's Fang. If you're doing the... I'm going to ask that we not call him Knack because I'm going to think of the game. But that's Knack. his name. The video game Knack. No, we're going to call him Fang, okay? Knack the Weasel. I'm not taking Knack, Knack okay? the Weasel. Knack 2 the Knack Weasel. Knack 2. I'm going to start making... <laughs> Knack the Weasel references. 2. <laughs> Sonic and Tails 2 featuring Knack Miles, from Knack, Knack 2. Miles, Knack 2, and Knuckles. Power. All the... <laughs> Edgeworth. <laughs> But uh, I, at the end of the plane stages, when you meet Knack, he's on a spring, or at least the first plane one, I don't know if he's like different bosses, but he's basically just like a crappy version of an Eggman boss that doesn't attack at all and you just have to hit him a bunch, and I really like that. He seems, oh, I love he it. seems like he's confused as to how to operate it. God. That's me. So, when you get to the end of this game, spoilers for Steven, because he hasn't, there are three different bosses in a row, which I found all of them to be cool. You have, I forget the order exactly, but you have an Eggman boss, and then you fight Fang, actually, who sort of functions very similarly to the Knuckles boss in Sonic 3 and Knuckles. And then after that, you fight, like, the real Eggman boss, and then you get the emeralds, or you get the you get the one emerald that Eggman yeah. has, and then you go home. <laughs> and then you go home. And then you go home. And the game. I mean, that's that's how all Sonic. You beat Eggman, and then yeah. you go home. I actually I don't know what happens if you have all of the Chaos Emeralds, because obviously you can't collect all of them in this game before you get to that area because Eggman has one of them. 
but... Yeah, so you definitely don't go supersonic or anything. Not that you would in a Game Gear game ever, anyway. Yeah. There's also, at the end, it, like, tells you to try again, and it shows you how many emeralds you didn't collect, and then it makes you feel sad. Nah, man, it encourages you. It made me feel sad. I was like, aw, I didn't get the Chaos Emeralds. So... <laughs> so what do you guys yeah. think of Knack, the Sniper Weasel? with fangs. I wish there was more of him. I feel like we could have just removed Knuckles and used Knack the entire time. Like during this whole game? It could yeah. be called... <laughs> You're calling him Knack now, too! Yeah, I blame it could be Steven. called Sonic and Knackles. So... <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> oh. That might have been why they didn't call him Knack. Because they were like, oh, we have Knuckles and Knack. Sonic and Fang and Tails and Knuckles. <laughs> what if that was... What, what if this game in the US was called Sonic and Tails and Knack and Knuckles? Sonic and... So Sonic and Tails and Knack and Knuckles and Eggman and... And, and Robotnik. Was Metal Sonic in this game and then I forgot about it? Not as far as I know. Unless he was like a boss like Silver Sonic or something. I don't think he was in this game though. But Metal Sonic also wasn't in Sonic 3. He didn't come back until like Sonic Heroes. What about Knuckles Chaotix? Well that's Metal Sonic Kai, right? No, Metal Sonic's also in there. So uh, I, I made a goof. You don't fight Knack. You don't fight Fang. You fight Metal Sonic. What the? <laughs> That's completely different. That is completely different. So yeah, you different. face Metal Sonic, I think, first, and then you go through, get some rings, and hit a checkpoint, and then you go through a cutscene, and Knack's like, ha ha ha, and then he starts hearing rumbling and he just runs away. Yeah, that's and right. Fight Eggman. He does show up. You just don't fight him. But yeah, I like him a lot. I like his hat. I like his little snaggle tooth Fang thing. Yeah, that's why they call him Fang, cause of his Fang. Well, we called him that. Well, I mean, we called him Knack for the past five minutes, but... Well, no, I mean, we as in America called him Fang. Yeah. They also changed his species from Weasel to Sniper. That is not... okay. <laughs> okay. He's... okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down, Fang. Th thumbs up. Thumbs up. Alright, I think I'm gonna give it a thumbs up, too. Not a firm thumbs up. He didn't leave an extremely strong impression on me. I thought he did a better job than any of the other supplementary characters so far, of like having personality. I don't know. I think because all, Knuck okay, all Knuckles does Knuckles? is laugh. Well, I like Knuckles more now, and I like him because of like the comics and all of the supplementary material. But yeah. like in Sonic Three and Knuckles, all he does, well, especially before and Knuckles. All he does is laugh at you, and then laugh fight- Laugh you and press buttons. Yeah, like, he doesn't do anything, and I feel like Knack the Weasel has a lot more personality to him. From when he has a hat, he, like, bounces around on his tail. <laughs> no, Jack, just- sorry. He has a lot more personality. He has a hat. <laughs> he does, though. He, like, he looks different, because Knuckles just looks kind of like bald Sonic. Like Knuckles wears boxing gloves. Whatever, they all have gloves, who cares? But boxing gloves, and he's got knuckles! Who cares? He doesn't have knuckles. Literally, he has fewer knuckles than Sonic. He has... He has one knuckle. knuckles. No, those two... aren't... That's not what knuckles are! He has spiky knuckles. That's not what knuckles are! On his boxing gloves. That's what claws are! On his hands. No, Stop. they're not his Wolverine knuckles. <laughs> That's not what knuckles are. He has claws Anyways, on his knuckles, like Fang's, Fang's like structure is just different from every other character. His head looks really cool. He has a nice hat. He has that fang going for him, and he like yeah, bounces he, around in his tail. He, he does so many more cool things than knuckles does. He is a different like shape, which knuckles really doesn't. Like you're you're right about that. Yeah, he also seems like a trickster, whereas knuckles just seems like an asshole. Yeah. 
Like, I think what they did with Fang is what they did, what I wanted them to do with Mighty and Ray, which is, like, give them unique animations that characterize them a little bit better. And I think yeah. Knack got characterized as this guy who thinks he's better than Sonic, but is, like, still a coward, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I definitely see that. Which I loved a lot. And I, it also makes him cool that he shows up in special stages. It makes him feel more important than Knuckles, because Knuckles just kind of shows up at the end of a stage, but Fang only shows up in important points in the story. Yeah. I guess the story, if you want to call it that. Yeah, it sort of feels like Knuckles is the guy doing the grunt work, and Fang is, like, a mastermind a little bit, who's, like, not actually all that competent. Yeah, he, like, might have a plan. Yeah, I like yeah. I like Fang the Knack a lot. Fang. <laughs> Alright, that's, that's the best one we've done. He's just a cool purple weasel. That's the end of our naming Fang something wrong bit. No more jokes of that nature. I think we're good to uh, move on, though, to the thumbs-up segment. Is that... Okay. Unless, Charlie, did you have anything else you wanted to say? I probably had a lot more things to say, but honestly, I forgot. But I think I can sum up some thoughts when we get to the thumbs-up, thumbs-down. Sums up some thoughts. You know what? I'll just start. Yeah, hit it. I'm honestly going to give it a thumbs-down. I actually enjoyed Sonic Chaos more than this. Maybe I'm burnt out from playing Sonic Chaos, but I feel like that's just a better game. There's more features in this one, but you know what? Changed my mind. All right. <laughs> Isaiah, where are you at on it? I am also going to give it a thumbs down. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I think this is one of the <laughs> most fun Sonic games think, I've played in a long time. I think there's a lot of design stuff that, like, gel together way better than previous Sonic games, and especially previous Game Gear Sonic games. But overall, there's a lot of small stuff that I just, like, couldn't find myself enjoying, and especially I spent so long going through Tidal Plant Zone and hating every bit of it. Which, by the way, I was going to talk about a little bit how the Tidal Plant Zone is very clearly, like, inspired by Tidal Tempest Zone, because it looks very similar, and also yeah. has a similar name. And we didn't do that, because it happened. So I did it just now. It's just a bad area. It's a really bad area that takes a really long time to get through. This is definitely worse than Marble Zone from Sonic. I... It's, I, it's definitely it's, worse. It's, it just comes so much later that it's, I'm more okay with it. Yeah, like, seriously, there's nothing worse than Marble Zone. No, I freaking this. Mar well, the only thing not worse than Marble Zone. The only thing worse than Marble Zone is Bad Hole Zone from Sonic 2 for the Game Gear. Bad Hole Zone. <laughs> Such a good zone name. <laughs> like, Marble Zone is such a, like, dick punch to a Sonic player. I don't know. I kind of feel like Tidal Plant Zone is a bigger dick punch because you spend... But, but it, it's it's so far at but the end of the game. But it you into the yeah. dick punch. No, it Marble really literally doesn't. gives you no warning. It punches you. This is like... It like it's an, There's an acceleration. There's like a slow acceleration. You... you mm. You can't be Look, serious. You spend, <laughs> you spend the entire stage in water with the worst water physics in any Sonic game. And when you're not in the water physics, you're trapped in a bubble where your movement is slow and not fun. Yeah. Better than spikes that just crush me immediately. Yeah, in I was lava gonna, that's I was gonna everywhere. say. In Marble Zone, you push a block for half an hour and then stand on it above lava. And if you move it all, you die instantly. The bubble makes for some interesting puzzles. Yeah, it does. The bubble is fun. It was so good that they brought it back for Sonic Mania Hydrocity Zone. It was so Zone. good. The bubble was <laughs> such a good mechanic that they decided to bring it back and change nothing about how long you spend in it and how often you go into it. Oh, no, wait. They changed both of those to make the mechanic more bearable. It's still more fun than pushing blocks. 
This I is. I mean, it's more than you can say from stuff that came from Marble Zone. Yeah, this is... exactly. <laughs> this is this is my Marble Zone to the is audience. a stain on the series, Let and us... I want you to accept that it's worse than this whatever Aqua Zone that is the second to last level. Okay. Tweet us, tweet us <laughs> at whatever our handle is, or email us at oh, whatever. Oh, so you fight our... Knuckles at a submarine there. That's kind of cool. Yeah, you do see Knuckles in a submarine. That's neat. And you get the tail. You get the fucking fox submarine. I didn't. I didn't yeah. get to be in a submarine. I played a Sonic. There's no submarine. I'm sorry you Sonic. played well, the wrong game. Well, that was your mistake. Okay, <laughs> let us know which one's worse: Tidal Plant Zone or Marble Zone. No, we're also putting Bad Hole Zone in there. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's cheating. That's gonna win because it's obviously the worst. It kept you from playing the rest of the game. <laughs> Wait, okay, I I really want to know which ones, because in my opinion, Tidal Plant Zone, way worse than Marble Zone. If we're talking about which stage is more difficult, then I think Tidal Plant Zone is, like, no, just to I'm... get through. But you're talking about, like, which one makes the game feel worse, and it's definitely yeah. Marble Zone. This stage is my thumbs down. You know what, I'm switching to thumbs up. <laughs> You fill me with so much anger that I like this game. I never thought that I would be the one to dislike something so hard that it made you like it. I, I don't think this has ever happened but like between you and me. This game just has so much to offer. It just hurts me. It really hurts. It's You know what hurts? <laughs> Title Plant Zone Act 2. Well, I think that's you just being a little impatient and not dying constantly. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> like, the ga- the zone was just so, like, late after so much fun that it just wasn't that bad to me. Like, I died on it five times in a row, but I was like, the rest of this game is still fun, and I got to play it instead of Sonic 1, where you just don't get to keep going. <laughs> the only reason I kept playing through Title Plan Zone was because I was like, no, I have to do my best for the podcast. I would have stopped otherwise. I would have been like, no, I'm just not going to continue playing this game. It's not worth it. I mean, I'll be honest. I have my qualms with it because I I actually found out like my first playthrough. I was getting somewhere and I found this dead end. And then I realized I was at the beginning of the level again. (laughs) It's the worst. It's a bad stage. It's it's not the worst. Marble Zone. Yeah, Marble Zone is still the worst. (laughs) This is definitely okay. The worst. Listen, we're not we're not dragging this out anymore. Let's plug social media before I plug an outlet into right. Isaiah. Plug, oh, I'm a thumbs what? up on this game. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. I don't remember. If I yeah, mentioned I, it, I, we appreciate. We kind of I think knew that that was gonna happen. So we got two <laughs> thumbs up, one thumbs down. My name is Isaiah. You can find me at twittercom Games. That's I S I A H Games. I tweet about games, but I also actually mostly tweet bad jokes. So you can follow me for that. What's our official Twitter handle for it's NSDZ? at no spin dash zone. Yeah, that checks out. Charlie, hit me. Follow me at Draws Charlie, where I do things and draw. Actually, I just draw, and sometimes I'll retweet, but it's not my main account. And you don't need to follow my main account, but you'll get retweet. I'll probably get retweeted by it because that's where I post. Okay, you, I you, lost my conscience. You gotta practice <laughs> your sales pitch. You gotta be like, you can My follow sales me. Pitch is that I'm horrible and you should hire me. Because yeah, <laughs> no one is perfect, and you're better off hiring all the horrible people because you gotta realize you can't just keep hiring poor perfect not, people. That's... Because the horrible people have to do lives, and you can't just ignore them like they're trash. A sales pitch are. is not a job interview. That's I'm not. Charlie. I don't care. You're gonna buy my shit and you're gonna like it. That's... I'm Charlie. Okay. I suck. Hire me. You got. <laughs> You can hire me for things. You gotta be like, you can follow me at Draws Charlie. It's a art account I have where I post one drawing a day. See, that's 
and they all suck. They no, you <laughs> they leave that part suck. out. You don't mention that part. They don't. You first them... of all, they don't all suck. I'd say most of them don't suck, and the ones that do probably suck because you draw literally every day, and the, sometimes you have a bad day, but you still draw. And you know yeah, what? That's the important part. And you sing what? a sad song, just turn it around. Exactly. If you've got lemons, then draw something. Steven, are you going to plug your Twitter? You can find the email at nospin-zone at gmail.com if you'd like to tell us what was wrong with this episode. We we aren't quite sure. Something just doesn't feel right. <laughs> I cut, today email. was a weird day. Like, do we all feel that, that today was I went a to really the DMV today. <laughs> yeah, but this time nothing horrible happened. Yeah. Guys, don't go to the DMV. Don't do it for any reason. Don't go to the DMV. But, uh, yeah, you can email us, please do that. You can tweet at us, please do that. And uh, if you want to comment on SoundCloud, I think you can do that, too. That would work. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Yeah. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully soon I'll have some video content up that's not just the, the podcast itself. I want to put I want to back some things with gameplay, so I'm going to be re-releasing some episodes. And I think I'm also going to put some supplementary content on the channel that's more video-focused aside from just the podcast. And there might, I might be doing that solo. I'm not sure if these two will be joining me, but we'll see. All right. Now that we are done plugging ourselves because we spent a lot of time with it, we got to say one, like, last funny thing to, like, justify the time that they just just spent listening to us. I think you just ruined any of what that could possibly be. Well, <laughs> with see you guys statement. later. <laughs> Goodbye for now. <laughs> <laughs> he brought it back. <laughs> Bye. He brought it back. I'm not happy. <laughs> Good- <laughs> Goodbye. All right. We'd like to thank the LAG Network for making our episodes available on platforms like iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and lots more. If you're listening on YouTube and you'd like to keep up with our episodes on one of these audio platforms, just search for the LAG Radio Network and follow their feed.